time always has and always will perpetuate those methods which better serve mankind. Chiropractic is no exception to that rule. Our illustrious father placed this chiropractic trust in our keeping to keep it pure and not sullied or defamed. We pass it on to you unstained to protect as he would also have you do. As he passed on, so will we. We admonish you to keep this principle and practice unadulterated and unmixed. Humanity needed them when he gave us. You need now what we give you. Out there in those great open spaces are multitudes seeking what you possess. The burdens are heavy, the responsibilities are many, and obligations are providential. But the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, prolonging lives, adding millions of years to millions of suffering people, will bring forth satisfactions and glories with greater blessings than you can think. Time is of the essence. May God flow from above down his bounteous strengths, courages, and understandings to carry on. And may your innates receive and act on their free flow of wisdom from above down inside out. For you have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. So those are BJ's last words when he was alive. Two more books were written posthumously, kind of cobbled together from you know, his talks and papers that were there. But these were his last words written while he was still alive in 1961. <clears throat> and when I read these words, I think about what does it mean to me to guard it well? What does it mean to me to, to live an above, down, inside out life? And the burdens are heavy. Responsibilities are many. It's not easy being a chiropractor, right? You've chosen a hard path. Uh, even if your dad is a chiropractor or your mom's a chiropractor or you're going to go into some practice that's kind of set up there waiting for you, it's still not an easy life, right? I, I had a friend of mine that I graduated with, and his dad was a chiropractor. And um, he, his dad had a booming practice for like 50 years, and his, he handed his son this chiropractic practice for a dollar. He graduated, and, and the father said, for one dollar, I'll give you this practice because there had to be some kind of exchange, right? And this kid took it into the ground, and he's no longer a chiropractor. So don't think you look at your brothers and sisters and say, oh, in chiropractic, and say, oh, he's so lucky or she's so lucky because you know, they're walking into this and that. That doesn't mean anything. It's still hard work, right? Hard work these days is it's a, it's a heavy burden because chiropractic is so different. <clears throat> but when you make chiropractic, into something so beautiful, like a family, then it is so fun. Because last night, the patient, last patients I saw before leaving the office, <clears throat> as a family I've been seeing, I've been seeing, at first I started seeing the mom, who wasn't the mom then, she was just her. Um, and then she started dating someone, and I started adjusting her fiance, and then I've adjusted her through one, and then two, and then three, and then four pregnancies. Right? So yesterday, last night, last patients I'm adjusting is this beautiful family with husband and a wife and four beautiful kids. And she says, we're going to Disney today. We're going to Disney tomorrow. And we have to get adjusted before we go to Disney. We've had to make sure. So even though I am not done packing, and I still have a bazillion things to do, we had to get here, right? And that's what we're talking about, of guarding it well, right? Is, is, is they got it, right? And to me, the, the, the measure 
of success is not in finances and big cars and big houses and stuff. That's not the measure of success. The measure of success is how many patients got it. Right? How many people really understand chiropractic? How many people are you really teaching what chiropractic is? Because it's very easy to do a mechanical motion on someone, but it's not really easy to get them so involved and admit, like people move. And I have a young, a young lady, she's moving to California. And she comes in and she said, guess what? I just found out that my husband got transferred. We moved to California, I found this out yesterday. I need a chiropractor. Right? It's the first thing on their brains is I need a chiropractor. Find me a chiropractor. I have a lot of patients who graduated this year and some are going to UGA, you know, some are going out of state, whatever. I gotta keep a chiropractor. Do you know a chiropractor near UGA? Do you know a chiropractor near Auburn? Do you know a chiropractor near Alabama? Yes, 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 right? And I'll say, I, so I, I become a referral machine, right? You become a referral machine to get people to other chiropractors. I am constantly on the Activator website or the ICPA website or the ICA website referring people to chiropractors all over the world because I want it. And that, but that's what people think, they, they come, they get so involved in what you do that they can't live without it. And now somebody on Monday challenged that. And it's a husband of um, a great patient. And so the mom started, uh, and actually the mom started her, her baby, and then the mom brought in, and then she started, and then now she's bringing her other kids. And the husband says, you're becoming dependent upon chiropractic. And I think that, that this is wrong. You shouldn't be dependent upon chiropractic. And what was my answer to that? How do I, how do I answer that? How does one answer? You're becoming dependent on chiropractic. Yes. Yes. Well, no, the answer is no. There's no dependency on this at all. This isn't a drug. I'm not, I'm not some kind of a drug that you need to take, right? What, what this, but if you think about what dependency is, like well, my, my favorite thing is exercise, right? So let's say you exercise and you get in super good shape and you're, you've got six pack abs and you know, triceps of steel and all this great stuff, right? And you look great. Do you say, that's it, I'm done. All right, I'll, I'll just, you know, now I'll just exercise when I need it, right? Instead of doing it every day, you know, and, and being religious about how I eat and how I exercise and my workout schedule and stuff, I'll just, yeah, I'll just, you know, kind of do it some more. When I, when, I, when I get a chance, right? Because now I got what I want, now I just kind of hang out with it. That's not how you do it, right? <clears throat> Once you've achieved <clears throat> this great, you know, body that you've worked for and you have etched legs and etched arms and stuff and your chest is perfect and everything's abs and once you have all this, this great stuff, you don't just say, that's it, right? You keep it up to make sure that your body stays the way you want it to, right? And that's not being dependent, right? That is, you find, you found what you like in how you look and how you feel and you want to keep it that way. That's not dependency, right? That's health. Health is discipline, right? And that's what that is, it's discipline. Health is doing the right things over and over and over and over again because you're getting a certain result. Why wouldn't anybody want to put more time, energy, money, and effort into something that's going to provide more health for them, right? Because what's the alternative, right? Okay, do nothing. Okay, so the kids don't do anything with them. 
and now the kids who are having issues of a variety of kinds, what's going to happen? Right? So yet, you can say, well, but he's only two. It's no big deal. He can, he'll, he'll grow out of that. He'll, he'll, it's just a phase. No, it's not a phase because what happens is you don't grow out of something. You grow into something else. Right? Oh, he grew out of his ear infections. No, he did not. Well, his ear infections stopped. So he must have grown out of it. No. It's morphing. Trust me. It's coming back. You don't grow out of stuff. Right? Same thing with pain, if you notice talking about something, something like pain. Well, I had this back pain, and I don't, I don't need, you know, you'll hear that, because one of my uh, interns said when she was, before she was an intern, someone kept on cancer, so I feel better today, so I don't need to get adjusted. Right? But that's nothing to do with it. You're not getting adjusted because you feel better or because you feel bad. You're getting adjusted because you want to put another deposit in your health bank account. Another deposit. Right? Like, did you work out today? Yeah. Why'd you work out? Did you feel bad? So you worked out to feel better? No, I worked out because I know I need to have to be strong and healthy. Well, that's why you get adjusted. And but what's the hardest thing about getting adjusted though? You gotta go somewhere. Right? It would be great, just pop a pill, right? Get adjusted. I got my adjustment pill, right? That'd be super easy, but that's never gonna exist. You're gonna have to, so you have to, but it's just, it's just like working out. <coughs> Even whether you work out in your own basement, because you have a basement gym like my wife and I do, or you go to you know, LA Fitness or whatever, you still gotta go somewhere and do something, right? And the number one word involved with that is the word inertia. Inertia is super easy to get involved with, right? That's why people don't wanna come to get a track build characters, because they they're so stuck in inertia, right? A body in motion, tends to stay at motion, but what? A body at rest tends to stay at rest, unless it's acted on by an outside force, right? So when people grab it and they get it, it's because they broke their inertia. But guess what? The people who are in inertia, what are they gonna say? They're like, I am in inertia. They're not gonna say that, but I'm in inertia. I don't want you in motion. That's what's happening. That's the push me, pull you kind of thing you see in relationships where one partner says, what the hell are you getting adjusted? What a waste of time, right? You gotta go there every week. Wow, like every week you gotta go and do something healthy for yourself. And that's what, they, what they're thinking because they're in inertia, right? But once they get it, they realize that it's much easier for a body in motion to stay in motion. But you have to break that inertia and that's your job. Is because if you don't teach them chiropractic, you don't break inertia, right? That's the whole point of what BJ was talking about in this thing that he was talking about before, right here, is guarding it well, is teaching. Teaching yourself and teaching others, right? Because just as you graduate this great institution in a year, year and a half or so, doesn't mean your education is over. Your education is just started, right? So you need to constantly keep on teaching yourself and, and, and sharpening that saw and getting ready for the next step and the next step because things are always changing. So you don't you let yourselves go into inertia. It's easy, inertia is easy to get sucked into the vortex of nothingness. Right? It's so easy to be to be relaxed and do nothing. But if you're doing nothing, then you're getting nothing. Right? If you want something, my wife always said to my son, if you want something, you gotta do something. Right? 
If you want something, you've got to do something. And that something is guarding it well. And that guarding it well is teaching. Teaching yourself and teaching others.